Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. So we do a lot of traveling. I'm curious. We have thrown around the idea of getting a van and doing a van thing. Mm-hmm. That is like a very specific kind of life that oh my one gosh, is signing yeah. up for. Yeah. We know many people who've done that or sure. have done it for a period of time. Sure. Where are you on that? Do you feel like that's something you could do? I mean, I think I could do it not for like a year. Like I think it would be like fun to have that as like a thing that you could then have for like a long trip, sort of like we just did where it's like you don't have to have a tent or a campsite. You could obviously pull into a campsite if you could get a hookup because, you know, you might need right. the electrical for that. But you wouldn't necessarily, you'd have like a comfortable bed at all points like that you're used to. Um, you would be able to like cook in your kitchen without needing a fire. You know, like yeah. there are some luxuries to that, I think. I think I like that idea, but I don't know that I could like go a whole year in a van or like live my whole life like, out do of you, a van. Would like, you that's ever... like ultimate time envision like a life where it's like I've sold my house I've sold my things I've sold my soul I've either put things in storage something like that where and now I just I live out of like an RV or a moving vehicle um permanently permanently or for a long period of time I don't know that I could permanently do that there's something about like not having roots like in a space that kind of is like um, gives me anxiety to like not be able to like be like this is my home that I go to and I hang my hat on and it's not a thing that moves. I mean, your home is beautiful. Is clearly a very safe space for you. Mm, it is, and uh, as is mine. Mm-hmm. That's uh, very true of me too. I think I share that with you. Yeah, not that's it's a temporary thing at, would, at best. Could only be a temporary thing at yeah. best. Yeah. Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky, don't wake the sun There's so much to be done, and the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real, you can feel 
You can open your eyes and open your heart when you gaze at the National Park. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. We would like to acknowledge that while hiking and exploring the land, also known as Glacier National Park, that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Blackfeet Nation and the Tanaka Nation. So we had just finished the Apgard Lookout Trail. If you listen to that episode, we'll hear about how it is much harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, look out look out <laughs> and um, we wanted to take some time to do some other smaller manageable trails here on the west side because we were thinking this would probably be our only day this far west probably most likely so yes. it was likely <laughs> unlikely that we were going to have to drive all the way back to the side again unlikely 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 <laughs> anyway um, it was going to be a long day for us so we definitely also didn't want to burn ourselves out. Part of our plan for the day was to actually meet up with Becky Lomax and company later at Lake McDonald in like the later part of the afternoon and then to head up to Logan Pass for a sunset dinnery sort of jaunt, which was like super kind. Becky Lomax, since we've mentioned her already in our previous episodes and specifically in our last episode, is someone that we've come in contact with through our work through our podcast. She is a moon travel guy author who lives basically right outside of Glacier. She was super helpful in giving us some advice on the planning for the trip. We had been in contact with her for such a long time. We were excited to hopefully link up when we were in the park. And and this was the day that that was going to happen. This was the moment. Yeah. We so were very excited about We were this. really, really excited. But we had time before we were meeting up with her. So we decided to hike the Rocky Point Trail. This had been something that had been, I think, pointed out to us in some guidebook as like being small, but it looked uh, like manageable. it was manageable yeah. and it was near a lake. We'd already driven a decent amount of distance on some rockier road over to Apgar Lookout. So we had to backtrack a little bit on that rocky road in order to get back to the main road. Right. And essentially, we end up right near and we have to drive past the Fish Creek campground. And basically, I'm questioning you at every turn because we don't have GPS. We have like no service at this point. So we're literally just using the directions in the book on as far as what to do. There weren't necessarily signs to be like this way to the Rocky Point parking. We sort of just had to go on instinct and what the book was telling us. And this was the moment of you were like, well, we we need to go this way. And I was like, no, I really don't think so. I think this is what this was. And we have to go back and go this way. And that's what we ended up having to do. We had to turn around a couple of times. Yeah. While you admittedly know that your sense of direction is not as strong as mine, Mm -hmm. per se, you are just as confident about yours as (laughs) I am about mine. (laughs) It's misplaced confidence. Which is when Mm -hmm. we're both people who enjoy being right. It's true. I don't know what you're talking about. So so this was a moment I was like, listen, I'm I'm really not trying to be right here. I was like, but I do know that I'm right. (laughs) But I am. But I am right. So we got to turn around and go back the other way. Exactly. And like, go this way yeah so we have to drive up past the fish creek campground that leads us to parking in a gravel parking lot like just beyond the boundaries of the campground there was plenty of parking up there there were some 
other young people getting out of the car at the yes. same point. Some whippersnappers were getting out of their car too, <laughs> and they were going on a hike with us. But they looked like they were going on a stroll. Yes, not necessarily a hike. More strolling. They were strolling. Yeah. They actually turned around too. Like in the time that we were gearing up, they were like, this isn't where we need to be. They yeah. like sort of got back in their car. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. So at this point, it was like a little later in the morning. Mm-hmm. The sun is out and it's much brighter and it's getting warmer. So we definitely had to uh, get our sunblock out and put it on. And the bug spray. Uh huh. As we approach the edge of the parking lot, we see a sign that gives us some sense of distance. The Rocky Point Trail itself is about 2.2 miles there and back. And it also sort of syncs up with the Lake McDonald Trail, which is basically our plan to continue on to. The McDonald Trail is fairly long, but essentially this little part of the trail that we're about to do that's going to connect us to the Rocky Point Trail is a part of the Lake McDonald Trail. The Rocky Point Trail sort of also runs through the campground. There's a lot happening here on the map. There's the campground. There's the Rocky Point Trail. There's the Lake McDonald Trail. We were like, well, let's walk along the Lake McDonald Trail because like it looks like the lake looks beautiful. A lovely stroll along a lake. So let's do it. So we set off on the Rocky Point Trail. At the beginning, it's very flat. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, compared to Apgar, totally. Yes. There is a little bit of an elevation gain and drop, but it's not too bad. It's still late morning, so it's also sort of nice and cool in the shaded area that we're in. Uh, we eventually end up having to cross a very low bridge after coming down a decent amount before we start bounding back upwards again in these kind of like this wooded forest area. Part of this trail was this section of like really young trees. Mm-hmm. This was a whole area that was affected by wildfire. Wildfire. Yeah. So these are new trees that have been growing. This is also at this point where we see and kind of like mentally note that there is a campground connector trail that links right up so you can essentially from here walk right into the campground and so we kind of like take note of that and just kind of keep you're like oh wouldn't it be great to have like that spot right there like there was a tent there this morning who knows if they were in there but it was like we weren't very close it was like about a hundred feet away yeah oh that would be cool to like be right on this connector trail Mm -hmm. we start to lose elevation as we get closer to the lake which is honestly very very beautiful oh yeah there's all those photos of like like the multicolored rocks in the lake, like in the early morning or late evening if light. If you have in your own scrolling of yeah. photos around Glacier National yeah. Park, seen those pictures of those like multicolored fruity pebble looking rocks inside of the lake, that is in Lake McDonald. Yeah. So it is just blue, green, gorgeous, flat water that we're able to see as we get closer. At this point, essentially jump onto the Rocky Point Trail and it's sort of becomes this interpretive trail, which gives us a great deal of information about the wildfire that was kind of raging around the lake, which is called the Robert Fire, which essentially blazed through this section of the park near Lake McDonald in the fall of 2003. So there were some photos of the wildfires that are definitely, you know, like were taken so you could see what the area looked like Mm -hmm. before it burned, after it burned. During the burning. During the burning. And you can see what it looks like now because you're looking at it. Yeah. So there's definitely like some deadened trees that are here, but also a lot of like new life and new growth that's coming in. We essentially just continue along the lake here, which is very inviting and picturesque. It's not that hot in the shade, but as soon as you step into the sun here, it's like the heat has definitely come up. 
like in the day. This is the 4th of July. It felt like summer on the East Coast, minus the humidity. So as we're walking along this like shaded area of underbrush and, you know, tall trees along the lake, the pathway starts to just become lots of multiple pathways, like right along the edge here. We weren't really exactly sure what's corresponding to what the map is saying. So we just were wondering aimlessly a little bit. Yeah, you kind of lost the thread of the direction we're headed in essentially but not necessarily like following anything specifically because it was really nice to walk that close to the water yeah this is also where we sort of aimlessly start to climb because you do start to gain as much as we're close to the lake there is this obviously taller outcropping which must be rocky point that we sort of aimlessly climb to and it's not like we were purposely going off trail it's just that there really wasn't a clear path to kind of follow here it was very easily just sort of fell apart at a certain point in the lake there were people who were kayaking there were people who were laying on the sand near the lake Mm -hmm. you know laying out lots of people come to this lake for a lot of different reasons yeah for recreational purposes for sure we take a few minutes to take in the beautiful sights and then we say okay so now we need to figure out where this connector is to this lake mcdonald trail and with that let's take our first break so this is a new game that mike developed Mm -hmm. that is a word game it's a word game tell us about it it's called adjective noun verb so it's sort of a one letter change game where in some ways where i'm going to give you a clue that will go in the order adjective noun verb um it it will also be alliterative um which makes it fun because words are fun Mm -hmm. um you could play this in a multitude of ways you could uh, play adjective verb noun you could do what were you saying adverb noun yeah you you could go in a few orders It's grammar and it's word games and it's nerdy. (laughs) For instance, if we were to say like gigantic rabbits jumping around, it could be like big bunnies bouncing (laughs) would be adjective noun verb. Big bunnies bouncing sounds like a a gentleman's club. (laughs) Or at least least a VHS tape that would be in the back of the store. mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So... All right, so you do you have one? I do. I have two. I have two as well. Great. Nudgy mail carriers creating works of art. Is postman one Mm -hmm. of the word Mm -hmm. words? Um creating works of art. With acrylics, oils, or watercolor. Okay, okay, okay. So is it prickly postman painting? I'll take that. It could also be pesky. Oh pesky painting. Okay, great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. I have one for you. All right, great. These really, really beautiful dog breeds Mm -hmm. that are known for being hypoallergenic. Okay. Gliding across the water on a kayak. Making their way, doing the effort with the tools to make their way across the water on a kayak (laughs) is what I mean to say. (laughs) Making their effort to make their way across the water. What's that? That's the verb. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what do you got? You're sitting in a kayak. You're going to go nowhere unless you do this thing. Paddling. Right. Yeah. That's one of the words. What Pood- dog breed? Poodles mm-hmm. paddling profusely. No. No, no, no. Poodles no, no. paddling. That's, a, that's an app yeah. verb. No, no, I, no. You have to describe the poodle and not the, not the, uh, the, the, not the paddling. Oh. It's adjective noun verb, not noun okay. verb adverb. Oh, oh. Pretty poodles paddling. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. All right. Great, great, great. 
extremely beautiful, rich looking, tall animals found typically in a savanna working to cultivate vegetables. Okay. <laughs> um, is it gorgeous giraffes gardening? I'll take it. Glamorous okay. oh, giraffes glamorous. gardening. Okay, okay. Yeah. Did you use the word gorgeous to describe them or no? I said, you said beautiful, beautiful and, and expensive. Expensive looking. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your last one. Okay. People filled with malicious intent who take malicious actions, a group of people who do this, but who are particularly filled with malicious intent or like so much so that it's like an infection doing things that are extremely annoying. Is hateful one of the words? Nope. Okay. Is irksome? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Think about the people, that group of maliciously intended people from fictional stories. Villains? Okay. Um, Vile villains. Doing things that are super annoying. Vibing. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking virulent villains vexing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do love the idea of just sitting around and vexing. <laughs> I'm going to go over there and vex them. <laughs> and that's adjective noun verb. Lake McDonald is enormous. It's gigantic. It's 10 miles long. Yeah. And it's, and it's over a mile wide. And over a mile wide. And 472 feet deep. Right. So you cannot even encompass or really get a sense of the scale of it unless you are very high up. Yeah. Because not when you're this low at this level of elevation do you even have any sort of idea or fathomable um, sort of notion of how big it is. When we're at the Rocky Point, we were only about two miles from the bottom tip of the lake. Mm-hmm. Or from the western tip of the lake, we could say. Sure, the southwestern tip of the lake. Yeah. It's sort of like an angled lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Lake McDonald Trail takes you most of the way up the west side of the lake and probably about two miles from like the top northwest end of northern Lake McDonald. Right. It hits, you basically will hit a parking lot. And Sorry, northeastern end. Northeastern end, yeah. You basically hit a parking lot and then like that becomes like north mcdonald lake road or no north lake mcdonald road i should say i don't really know that we had intended to really hike that entire distance because no we had that would have been like uh some sort of like 13 mile crazy no what we wanted to do was just hike a little of bit yeah. of it yeah and then come back yeah like we did talk about because we were meeting up with becky yeah. becky later on the other side of yeah. mcdonald we were like is there a world where we like walk all the way there and then maybe get driven back to the car but we yeah. also didn't want to assume that yeah we would be able to do that COVID or whatnot times, yeah, so whatnot. we said no we'll just walk along like the lake mcdonald trail and then at some point we'll, we'll just turn, turn around, around and yeah. come back So the first part of the trail from Rocky Point was fairly clear, but it very, very quickly became very, very overgrown. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. Mm -hmm. There were signs that led us to getting onto the Lake McDonald Trail. However, this trail was not at all near the water in a way that we envisioned it, (laughs) right? Not in the way in our minds were like, oh, we're going to have a lovely walk along a trail. No, it is a trail that happens and it's near that lake, but there was no seeing 
anything no on the lake mcdonald trail like right at least the section that we were on actually getting to the point of it where the lake mcdonald trail started was actually a little it was confusing because it was following signs going one way feeling like we were going the wrong way but still continuing and then it's like oh okay because we knew we had gotten off of like the intended rocky point trail Mm -hmm. for a little bit Mm -hmm. and trying to like come back to wherever we were supposed to was a little confusing Mm -hmm. but we did finally get to the lake mcdonald trail and as you said very quickly it became incredibly overgrown Mm -hmm. this was a very fast conversation with well how long do we really want to be excited to do this like how long is it going to take us for our excitement to wane because obviously there are some times when you're on a trail and it is overgrown and you have to sort of deal with that to get to the next section where it's not as bad but this was just brush all over the place but let's talk about the kind of overgrown not overgrown like up to your hips overgrown. It was like past our heads overgrown. And so like you can see where there was a foot trail Mm -hmm. on the path, but there was not any kind of space. Like we were literally diving through bramble, essentially, with every step. And also the fact that the lake was also not very visible at all. No, no, no. Let's rephrase. (laughs) It was not visible at all. Not no. Not very vis- not at- visible at all. Yeah. There was no lake to see. <laughs> we could have been anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So we both sort of assumed that it would be along the lake for the- most of the trek, like Dusty had said earlier. It doesn't take us very long to come to the conclusion that not only is this trail very long, but none of us really wanted to be fighting with brush for the rest of the day along the entire way. And there was really no way to guarantee that it wasn't going to be brush. Because I think we probably walked at least a mile into this brush before we were like, like, this is because there would be no, like thank you. parts that were really tough and then parts that were like slightly more open and we were like okay well let's keep going we did almost walk a, we say a mile it yeah. could have been like a quarter of a sure. mile who knows because it was that you know arduous it was that arduous yeah it's also not only that but there's not really a lot of tree growth here or tall tree growth i should say so we're like sort of in direct sun and it is very hot At this point in the day, we sort of make a very critical decision that this was not for us right now. No. Um, And we're like, definitely not about the bullshit of this. No. (laughs) We had just hiked Apgar. We had just driven crazy amounts of time. We're done with this trail. And we very kind of swiftly decided to take a turnaround. We're turning around. We're going to figure something else out. We're going to figure something else out, even if that means... Just hanging out. Just hanging out and like being done with hiking for the day. Mm -hmm. Because we are people who... (laughs) Schedule. Well, here is a great... uh, This is a perfect time to bring this up. When you plan a trail day and when I plan a trail day, (laughs) because I'm good at now anticipating how tired we're going to be, but that has come over time, Mm -hmm. right? So... An acquired skill. Back in the day when we first started doing this, we would set out to hike some enormous amount of miles. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we would do it Mm -hmm. and sometimes we wouldn't. And we would say like, you know what? We're only doing like two thirds of it today and that is what it is. And that's just that, right? Because of years of doing this, I now can look at a map and go like, okay, yeah, we are probably going to finish that one. And then we're going to be really tired. And so after that, we should probably just call it a day. You, on the other hand, are still in the mind of like, we're going to do Apgar Lookout, followed by Rocky Point Trail, 
followed by Lake McDonald. And then I've got two others over here on the back burner, ready to like go on the grill right at the end of the day mm-hmm. in the event we have time. Mm-hmm. But I will say you are very good at removing those things from the docket mm-hmm. when you're in touch with your own <laughs> level of exhaustion. <laughs> right. Right. And so I am... I overplan, but I am uh, am willing to take things off the plate. Oh, right. And you're totally fine with doing that. And like all of the above. I'm of the thing of like, well, I don't even know why we're even bothering putting these other things on the docket at all, knowing that we're only going to get to the one. Mm -hmm. And that's just going to be that. We're going to get to the end of it and we're going to be exhausted. And then that's it. We really discovered that in Glacier, Mm -hmm. specifically on this trip, about the two of us. Uh Because finally I was like, because at one point we were arguing and I was like, why do we need to put all of these things on the list? And then you were like, well, we're probably not going to get to all of them. I just like having a full list. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I just like having a full list. Mm -hmm. Knowing that we may not get to them, But in the event, something cosmically happens where we're not very tired. We do have them as options. Right. Or something doesn't work out with the trail, like this case here. In this case, we were like, okay, other options. Mm -hmm. I felt at this point a little weird bringing up like, could we just go to the visitor center and like maybe drive about and look at some things before we go meet up with Becky? Mm Mm-hmm. But that's what we did, essentially. It is what we did, but essentially. It However, did we us, did end up like yeah. adding some other things between here and there. So we we backtracked back to Rocky Point. As we were doing that, we decided to make our way back, not on the trail that was Rocky Point through the connector through the woods, but we were going to try to go through the campground and find the connector to jump and us find back. that connector. Because we're like, oh, the campground will have flat paved roads. We'll still be walking. We'll get to be near the lake for a little longer because we, we had to like skirt closer to the lake to get to the campground. And then we'll just find that connector and that will be like an easy sort of midday break for us. Right. So huh. we walked <laughs> back through the Rocky Point Trail. Mm-hmm. We find our way into the campground. Mm-hmm. The campground is steep. The road in the campground is steep. Yeah. And so we're like climbing and we're like looking for this connector trail. And I was like, I remember that that one tent tent was orange. But there were also dumpsters and bathrooms that we could see beyond it. Right. So we were sort of like on the lookout for For that. For all of these things. And during this time, you realize that your bladder has like a lot of weird gunk in it. Yes. It was sort of like a bacteria... um, You'd been putting those... Uh, Compound had grown oh, in there. We had been putting those hydration packs in. Yes. And I don't want to necessarily say which yeah. brand it was because I love this brand. Yeah. And so I don't want people to think they shouldn't use their, their stuff. Yeah. I had been putting a few different brands of things in my... Uh, bladder. Bladder. And in hindsight, I'm like, okay, well, the bladder might be more sensitive to like having growth inside of it, whatnot. So I'll just put the extra stuff in like a bottle next time. But I did notice and I was like, oh my God. And like we had to, luckily there was an empty campground that had like a spigot. Right. And at this campground, the fire was, there was no one there, but they had left the fire smoldering still. Embers burning. 
And this is also like fire warning. Not good. Never leave campfire burning or smoldering. Ever. Ever. Especially at this point in the summer. As we were doing the clean out, we're like dumping our water to put this like embers out before anything bad (laughs) happens. If you are listening now and you're someone who listens every week and someone who uh, is going to listen to every one of these Glacier episodes, just take note of the fact that like we noticed this campfire burning here. That's going to just come back around later Mm -hmm. during this time in Glacier. We end up continuing on after we put the fire out and Dusty addresses the issue with his bladder. But we keep walking and walking and sort of staying to the right in the campground. And we, for the life of us, cannot find this connector trail. This point, we're just like, you know what? We just, we know how to get back based but the off thing of the is, We just trail. have to go back and go the way we, we can. We have to backtrack. Which means and walk backtracking. <laughs> and walking more. And walking more. Yeah. That's exactly what we had to do. And I think we're both a little pissed about this. At this we point. were, definitely. Because we were Be- tired. And I was still looking for that connecting trail. I was like, it's got to be here. Yeah. There's only one road going through this campground. Like, where is it? Right. But we had ascended so high. I was like... There's no way we're close to what that was. We didn't have to ascend that high before we saw that again. Yeah. After we get back out to where we came in from the campground, we head back along the Rocky Point Trail, get back to that connector through the woods, which, you know, at some point we do pass through that young part of the forest again and look at the connector trail to the campground. Where were you? We never saw you. We unexpectedly added more miles to our boots than we thought at that point when we get back to the car. But this is the point where we were going to take a little bit of a siesta um, by not hiking for a minute and head to the visitor center. And that's exactly what we did. And with that, let's take our next break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage from the House of Energy. Brenda Energy. Brenda Energy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... The House of Energy can have anybody in it. Mm -hmm. It can be any kind of name, Mm -hmm. right? I think this is slightly inspired by the sort of cultural adoption and use of the name Karen Mm -hmm. to describe like a racist white woman. Mm -hmm. But Brenda... Her sister. (laughs) Is her sister. Mm -hmm. And Brenda is a different flavor of energy. (laughs) And describe Brenda energy. Well, Brenda energy is impatient energy. And she is just like wants things now um it's like microwave culture like everything needs to be done right now and she snaps and she's like oh this isn't happening we're going she's living a life of impatience that is the energy that brenda serves without the racism yeah Mm -hmm. i think everybody is capable of brenda energy oh mm -hmm. and on this trip we certainly both (laughs) had some brenda energy energy Mm -hmm. moments yeah but yes i feel like um Brenda Energy sings uh, or lip syncs to um, I Want It Now from mm-hmm. uh, Veruca Salt's song. She's just a grown up Veruca Salt. I she's think. a grown up Veruca mm-hmm. Salt. She's in. She's bratty. She's bratty. She's impatient. She's also um, entitled. There's an that's the word entitled. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know that Brenda has mm-hmm. the. You know, the Karen haircut, Mm -hmm. you know, the like business in the front, like Iron Throne in the back. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. No, I think Brenda is very buttoned up. It's sort of like Miranda Priestly energy, like high powered businesswoman energy. But Miranda Priestly does it with elegance and Mm -hmm. there's nothing elegant about Brenda. It's abrupt and it's It's um, abrupt. It's frenetic. Yes. It's brash. It's um, it's it's she's a bit of a Goliath. 
Yeah. Totally. In some ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like her merchandise is probably, um, it's probably pre-written to-do lists. <laughs> like it looks like a pad you could write your to-do list on. But it's already done for instead, you. But instead, it's already done for you. And mm-hmm. it's not in service of you. It's in service of her. Of Brenda. Like, mm-hmm. bring me a coffee. Make mm-hmm. it the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, make dinner for me. I mm-hmm. need it by 7 p.m. sharp. Yeah. And she will need hot Starbucks when she pretends. <laughs> exactly. Right. That sort of the same energy. That kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda energy. <laughs> Y'all so, take that with what it is. Yeah. So... so. We're going to keep going. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Brenda Brenda Energy. Energy. We take a minute and we regroup and we go to the Apgar Lookout Visitor Center. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I, guess it's ju- I think it's just the Apgar Visitor Center. I don't know. The oh, that's correct. Center, it's yeah. the Apgar Visitor Center. It's this fairly small visitor yeah. center. There's a little bit of a line because there's, you know, only COVID, protocol. s- COVID protocols, only so many people inside at one time. There's a really nice ranger at the door who was very chatty with everybody. Like, what did you hike to today? Everybody. What are you planning on doing while you're here? How long Giving are you great here? Great advice. Yeah. Uh, we buy our patches inside for lovers of t-shirts like me i did look around i didn't see any in this particular visitor center that i loved so i didn't buy any there Mm -mm. i did notice i do think after just assessing most of what we saw in glacier although we didn't get a chance to go to the saint mary's visitor center it seemed like most of the visitor centers were stores and not actual visitor centers proper that's yeah which was interesting to me and that was something that came up with becky later on that we talked about usually it's like an educational experience yeah you know like an interpretive center as well but no, not in Glacier. Yeah, the time. rangers were actually outside and to like the right of the or to the left of the entrance. So like after going through the visitor center, we were basically able to jump in line and talk to a really, really helpful ranger who, you know, we were able to tell how much time we had, what we were hoping to do. She made great she suggestions. She gave us some really, really great suggestions. I think she was a volunteer ranger. Thank you to all volunteer mm-hmm. rangers. She also told us about the transit system for the park because we were talking about hiking going to the Sun Road and she was talking about well, we coming were talking down. About hiking, I'm sorry, Highline. The Highline, yes. And um, coming down from the Chateau down a very you know getting treacherous on, trail getting on a, the tram to basically take us back up to where we which is yeah yeah the tram system, so which and, is like a bus yeah essentially it's like a shuttle a shuttle um, that's the better the better word so we got a lot of good information there and definitely just sit in the car for like this was like we're tired we sort of like need to decompress a little bit we ate like a peanut butter sandwich and felt better about the world and then we still had some time to kill so i from my back burner of trails pulled this like loop which would have been something that was going to take us closer to where we were meeting becky and not that arduous according to the book and also fairly short and And it was called john's lake loop and this would take us by John's Lake and McDonald's Falls. So we were like, all right, this will be like a nice, like little bit of a Short. like wind down hike um, for the end of the day. So we drove from Apgar Visitor Center over here, which was not terribly far. Again, we tried to establish and set up most of our Western side of the park hikes today. So that's why I was also kind of like, well, let's try to do a lot because we don't want to have sure. to drive back over here. In this moment. Yeah. We so we find where we're about to park, 
And I noticed there was just like, something has run through your body <laughs> in a way that is significant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think it's food poisoning. I think it's emotional poison <laughs> <laughs> emotional poisoning i think it's emotionally centered and i checked in with you mm-hmm. and i was like what's going on because the, uh, there's some heaviness oh yeah do you want to offload anything? well it was the fact that we were this was a we had been on this trip for a week and we had already done three parks we had been to a city to see a friend and i think i was just feeling not grounded at all and very like overwhelmed by the fact that this was going to be our lives for the next four weeks and you're like yeah girl this is what we signed up for (laughs) i also took a moment to say i mentioned this before in north dakota in north dakota (laughs) yeah i heard it but and i i took a moment here to tell you this too i said I know how much you like to unwind by just mindless scrolling. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be available to you mm-hmm. here because of no cell service and the fact that our campsite had no Wi-Fi. Right. So the the sort of unwind of doing that mindless thing will not be available. And when it doesn't work, it will also be frustrating. Mm-hmm. I just said, you're going to have to give yourself a lot of grace here oh, because yeah. there might be a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned things like, we're doing this for another four weeks. Oh, yeah. And you've written here in the outline, (laughs) Dusty listens and plots to destroy Mike. There is at no point I wanted to destroy you. That's not true. It was one of those moments where I'm like, I can see my friend is going through something. Mm. And I know what it is. There's no, nothing I can do or offer to fix it. Nope. The only thing I can do is just like sit here and be Listen. in it with you. Yeah. And, and I was like, all right, well, let's go do this very easy trail. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, well, and maybe some moments of rejuvenation will mm-hmm. appear and maybe they won't. Right. And that's okay. Uh, it is, it's daunting when you take a trip like that. And I've done one like this before by myself. And it's very daunting to be like, wow, I just did all this in a week. And now it's like there's four more weeks of things to do that are going to be just as high energy and just as impressive. I had to check myself there in that moment. And that was important for sure. Um, So I encourage all of you, if you travel for a lengthy period of time, to do that for yourself and check in. Because I think that's what I was doing. Albeit seeming like incredible emotional distress. Um, It was sort of just processing. And it was taking a little bit longer. It was my slow burn processing. Yeah. As opposed to your very fast boil. So that's (laughs) something, another thing that we both learned over this trip was you're a slow cooker when it comes to your feelings. Mm -hmm. And I'm like an like an instapot <laughs> it, would we call it an instapot sure it, well, i mean i'm like a the water boils you're hot and immediately <laughs> you're like, hot it's and ready like to you serve. turn the thing on mm-hmm. and the water is boiling that's yeah. me when it comes to my feelings boil. and yours are right a jet boil <laughs> yeah. and you're a slow cooker like mm-hmm. they finally get there and i'm like <laughs> oh i was there like three days ago yeah okay now you're just getting here all right yeah. <laughs> all right well it's one of those moments i'm like well i've been there <laughs> literally <laughs> Three days ago, I was there. And so, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But we do jump on the trail after, you know, talking this out a little bit. It's kind of a tonic to all of that because it's only two miles and it's very beautiful at many points along this. 
it's a horse trail for part of it. So when we told Becky and a few other people that we did this, they were sort of like, they looked at us like we were crazy because we talked like how lovely it was and how wonderful it was. It was a little smelly, but in the end, it wasn't really all that bad. The trail itself wasn't that difficult regarding elevation. You started by kind of climbing up a little bit and we actually ended up missing John's Lake altogether. We sort of accidentally ended up, there was a horse trail that cut through this loop that essentially was going to take you to the same spot that would connect you to the rest of the loop. But we sort of like accidentally took the shortcut and didn't really realize it until after the fact. Yep, we yeah. ended up on the... Which was, you know, the was horse, what it was. The horse shortcut. Mm-hmm. The horse cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess there had been some horses on it. Like We didn't see any on that part recently, of the trail. Recently, because yeah. there had been some horse manure. Mm-hmm. But I didn't find there to be a ton of horse mm-hmm. manure. Yeah. It felt very good here because it was very quiet. And it was very like mossy, green, wonderland, shining, sun shining through the trees. It was cooler. There was definitely like a sense of peace, like from yes. this part of the trail. And that was and really nice. And this also provided us the landscape to talk out all of those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That you were, ha- you offload, you got to offload a mm-hmm. lot of that stuff. I did. I did. During this walk. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we find ourselves coming to the stone archway and overpass. Through it, we see some of like the iciest blue. Rushing water. Rushing water. It was so blue. Right. And I was like, oh, look at that. That was unexpected. Yeah. This is essentially McDonald's Creek. And after walking through the archway, the riverbank is made up of this sort of like eroded cliff and then these very large, wide rocks. And there's a trail still for the horses because this is, again, the horse cut. So we ended up walking on those wider rocks that were closer to the river. And it's just beautiful. I mean, the sound of that rushing water was, sound of water kind of moving is always like a very peaceful sort of sound. For you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like maybe all the white noise machines are with <laughs> like, oh, rain or like the ocean. It's like they know what they're doing. There's a larger bridge that is connector from one side of the river to the other. And this is also like a horse bridge. So there's a lot of people like on the rocks near the bridge. It's just you get this like really beautiful view of like the mountains in the distance from the top of the bridge after we climb up there. And as we're starting to cross, this is when we see the parade of people on horseback coming across the bridge. So we step to the side because they have the right of way and we let them all pass. And then we jut over to the other side of the river. As we're walking along this side of the river, it's much cooler over here. It's also a lot higher too. Higher, shadier. Mm -hmm. Some really lovely spots for photo moments. Perfect little coves for like looking out into this vast, beautiful. Well, I mean, certainly the river, but also mm-hmm. all of the things surrounding Scenery it. Scenery in the distance, yeah. We um, are kind of like taking, like, we're walking and we're sort of like trading spots with this man who has a service dog. And we sort of like keep passing him and then we'll stop and take some photos and then he'll pass us. We at one point had been ahead of him and we'd stopped to take like an ussy. And he's like, oh, do you want me to take a photo of you? And we're like, yeah, sure. And he's like, great. He's like, this is my service dog, Marley. He's like, I need you to take a picture of us and send it to Hollywood. Like he was just like a weird <laughs> character, like he was a fun. weird trail character. And that was... What, Marley was a... What kind of dog was Marley? Sort of looked like a beagle-y kind of dog. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So we eventually come to McDonald Falls, which is like this 
gorgeous waterfall. It's right along the edge of the trail. You can walk sort of right up to the crest of the falls. And you can see it. We got lots of pictures there. And it was like a nice sort of end to this loop Mm -hmm. because this loop was just a little further beyond took us right back to that road where we parked. Yeah. And we did have to walk a little bit down the road in order to get back to the car. But at this point, we are basically ready to like finally meet up with Becky. We end up meeting with her at a secret swimming spot of which we will say nothing more than that. We've been told (laughs) we can never give directions (laughs) to say nothing to how to get there. Yeah. But Um, um, if you, if you're lucky enough to explore Glacier with a local. Hopefully you'll find one too. Yeah. Also, you can swim in so many spots other than the secret swimming spot. Yeah. But we end up meeting up with her and her friend Lou and her niece, KT. And it was honestly like meeting family. Meeting immediately. Or like getting together with family again. Meeting family. And so for all of them. And so it was like, it was one of those very special moments I'll never forget of, you know, having, we had been with her on Zoom once before. We talked mostly through email. Mostly through email. And then we were meeting up in person and it was just like immediate. Yeah. We floated in the river. We talked about our trip and what we'd done and where we were headed. I mean, float in the river, the lake. The we lake, were floating yeah. in the lake. Yeah. Right. Becky was like pointing things out. Like she's like, oh, you know, like telling stories about grizzly bears, like seeing like a cloud coming down the mountain, like and very fast. How to look yeah. up at the mountain to see if you can spot a grizzly bear or a mountain goat. I loved how excited they were oh yeah as locals to just like look up at and well one certainly to share all of that and two to like look up and be like do you think we can see a grizzly bear like it yeah something that we don't see all the time yeah and i was excited to see at some point yeah you less so yeah we've covered that (laughs) but excited to see and then ways that they are like usually we just scan the side of the mountain and we just wait and see if something moves and that's probably a bear yeah um there was a bald eagle that flew over us in the lake which was cool Mm -hmm. and this actually put me the most at ease after like you know heading down my dark rabbit hole you know what's funny is i think this was the first of many sort of moments that added to that sense of ease Mm -hmm. you know for me too yeah and i think it all had to do with like the other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not uh, that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I read between the company, lines. <laughs> but it's also nice to have on trips like this, especially mm-hmm. for five weeks, it's like we are literally together 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And that can be very exhausting mm-hmm. for both of us mm-hmm. who are both people who love our solitude mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. We, after swimming in the lake, were, you know, treated with a lovely tour, essentially up going to the sun road becky got in our car which was amazing and she just was like i'm gonna play tour guide because this is a place that and i love this was <laughs> oh my goodness this was the greatest yeah we stopped a few times this is also where we were introduced to dots pretzels and we've become huge <laughs> please sponsor hey, dots. <laughs> good lord they are addicting and ended up at Logan Pass for like the sunset just hang, which was so cool. This is also where we saw a mountain goat up close. Yes. Um, mountain goats, unfortunately, congregate in the parking lot of Logan Pass because they lick the antifreeze that has dripped from cars. Because it's, it's salty, which is not... It's not good for them. Right. Um, they do have a bark ranger that will chase them, but the bark ranger was not working. For those of you that aren't park familiar, rangers who bark are rangers are dogs that are 
in service of the NPS. And um, to help to yeah. herd animals and do into other safer things, areas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we kind of got like actually chastised by a ranger because the mountain goat moved very close to us. And we didn't move And away. we didn't move, but we weren't trying to engage with the goat at all. No, but they did ask us. They said, yeah. okay, it's now too close. Yeah, now and the animal doesn't move. know and you know better. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like yeah. it wasn't like a, I wanted to but be But that close. was right. Yeah, that was, was right. right. So, yeah. Um, but it was lovely to sit there and, you know, have some dinner yeah, and they pulled out their binoculars, and we were scanning like the peaks that were around Logan Pass. I think to we see got if we could see saw anything. some sheep way up top mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And um, they were like, "Well, what are you doing tomorrow?" And we're like, "We're pretty sure we're doing the High Line tomorrow." Yeah. And you know, we really like it was so lovely to get together with Becky and and do this and and meet Lou and KT. But our we really wanted to take a hike with Becky too. So we also sort of formulated a plan to hike we said our goodbyes for the time being and i jumped back in that driver's seat (laughs) and drove (laughs) us down the winding going to the sun road back to the campsite for the night so let's put these trails on the karen stone scale so let's start with rocky point trail a four that's my thought too. Yeah. It wasn't Four. it was just a There's little some confusing. up and down. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Yeah, four. Uh Lake McDonald Trail for I mean, I don't uh, even know that hard. we can. I don't think we can because yeah. we were on it for but so little. We'll just say that there's underbrushy. Underbrushy. It may have been more relatively flat now. Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> 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 and the John Slake loop. A three for me. Yeah, that's my feeling too. It There's was some lovely. up and down, but like, yeah, um, the scenery uh, <laughs> is what makes it. Later, w- this some people s- say they don't like that loop because it's covered in horse poop. Mm-hmm. I didn't get much of that on the loop, mm-hmm. but I have a lovely memory of this loop, so I think it's great. And I, yeah, uh, yeah so like a three from me. Yeah, that sounds good. So for Rocky Point Trail, we've an got eight. an eight out of twenty, mm-hmm. and for John Lake's loop, we got. A six out of 20. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to end this episode with some Jeopardy style trivia. Are we ready for some Jeopardy style trivia, Mike? We are. Okay, great. Well, why don't you start us off? Oh, okay, great. So my Jeopardy, considering this episode is called Forward and Backward, is also titled Forward and Backward, and it's all about time travel and film. Fascinating. Okay, great. Great. So for 100, this James Cameron film, a staple in science fiction, sends a murderous android back in time in order to save the life of a future human savior. This is quite a turn from the first film as said android is there to murder this human savior's mother before he's born. What is Back to the Future? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is... Um, that is a very different Back the Terminator. To the Terminator 2. Terminator 2. What is Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Judgment Day. That's there right. we go. Okay, okay great. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I read this. I basically verbatim gave you the plot of this on a trail. Yeah. Okay, for 200. William S. Preston and Theodore Logan have to collect historical figures from the past in their time-traveling telephone booth if they ever hope to pass their high school history class and become their great and future selves, uniting the world through music in this late 80s time travel comedy. What is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? That's correct. 
for 300 in this second installment of a comedy film series centering around this British international man of mystery, we're introduced to Heather Graham's Felicity Shagwell, who helps the main character and namesake of the film, whose title mocks James Bond, the spy who loved me, reclaim his mojo. Who I'd is like the full title Austin of the Powers, the spy who shacked me. That's correct. Powers. <laughs> that was a little bit of a Dr. Evil it, O there. Aha. Uh, <laughs> All right. One million dollars. Exactly. For 400 in this reboot of a classic science fiction television show turned movie series, we find the original pointed-eared Vulcan science officer, played by Leonard Nimoy, back to help the younger version of his commanding officer, played by Chris Pine. No. Chris Pine didn't play the younger version of him. Zach Quinto played the younger version of him. How? Back Leonard, to... Leonard uh, Nimoy? <clears throat> Back to help the younger version of his commanding officer, oh, I played see. by Chris Pine. Fine. Let's open our ears. Fine. <laughs> okay, I'm wrong on that. So, what's the answer? What is Star Trek? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't criticize Who my is clue. Zachary Quinto? <laughs> Who is William Shatner? <laughs> exactly. And for 500. The beginning of this Christopher... Don't criticize my clue writing. <laughs> that was a well-crafted clue. It was a very well-crafted Jesus. clue. The beginning of this Christopher Nolan film ties directly to the end of the journey of this main character played by Matthew McConaughey as he floats through an interdimensional library that shows glimpses of his daughter and he from the past and which through his actions in said interdimensional library incites the spacey action of this movie in the first place. What is your favorite film of all time, Interstellar? That's not my favorite film, but you're correct. (laughs) I know, I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) You didn't like Interstellar. I think that Contact is a better interstellar. Okay. And it also gives you McConaughey. I've not seen Contact. <gasps> it's got Jodie Foster in I it. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Anyway. Oh, I will see it. And that's forward and backward. Great. Great job. Five for five. I mean, um, the first one. Yeah. Sort of. Okay, great. <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So inspired by the title Forward and Backward, mm-hmm. my category is Forward and Backward, Guess the Palindrome. Oh, great. Okay. We both were inspired by the title. Uh, yes. Okay. So I will tell you how many words the palindrome has, and I will give you a clue. How to... many letters, you mean? No. It, there are palindrome. Oh, oh okay. These yeah, are yeah, palindrome yeah. phrases. Okay. okay. Like a man, a planet, a canal, can't, panna. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> okay. okay. So um, <laughs> these are palindrome oh. phrases. God, you... I usually write the hard jeopardies and you're writing them now. 2022. What's new happening? year, new me. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. For 100, it's two words. Another way to say this might be please refrain from moving your head in this way that would signal agreement. No nod. What is no nod? Oh, that wouldn't work. No. You're so close. <laughs> nod is correct. Oh, don't nod. Correct. What is don't nod? There okay. you go. Okay. Okay. Don't nod. Okay. For 200, this is two words. Okay. If one of the main components of a martini was villainous, we might call it a this. We might call this tiny little round thing a this. What is an evil olive? Correct. Okay, <laughs> okay great. For 300, this is four God, words. Palindromes. <laughs> Another, four words. <laughs> four words. Another way to say this might be, darn it, I feel angry, but add the swear word back in. This is also requiring you to like not spell the swear word the correct way. 
rather than saying darn it, what do we often say? Damn. Right. But we say damn it, but we don't say it D-A-M-N-I-T. We say it D-A-M-M-I-T. Okay. Also, damn it's not really a swear word. (laughs) Well, according to my mom, it was. I mean, I thought it was going to be like, shit, damn, I'm mad. No. (laughs) Um, Okay. I mean, you're close with what you just said. Oh. Damn it, I'm mad? Correct. Oh, okay. That's the answer. But you said it was four words. Damn it is one word. Right. D-A-M-M-I-T. And then I'm mad. I am mad. Oh, see, I said I'm and not I am. So that's why you gave me the correct answer and it wasn't correct. Oh, it should be I'm. It should be I'm. Correct. It's three words. Okay. I I was wrong. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) I'm like, great. My brain. I was like that meme of the woman trying to figure out math there. (laughs) Okay. For 400, this is four words. Okay. Another way to say this might be, if one of the central characters from Streetcar Named Desire did not succeed in a game where the prize was this pocket-sized bill holder, or these pocket-sized bill holders, it's plural. So if one of the characters from Streetcar Named Desire did not win a pocket-sized bill holder, right? Okay. So, um, okay, hang on. I think I have it. Um, it's like Stella's wallet or something like that. It's like you're correct. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, yes, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. The ends, Those, uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's in the past tense. Uh, <laughs> Stella's wallets, right? Or no, walleted. <laughs> wallets is the fourth. Stella's the first word. Uh-huh. Wallets is the fourth word. Yeah, Stella's. Um, Not Stella's apostrophe. Stella, Stella wallets. Stella blank blank wallets. Stella lost a wallet. Incorrect. What is Stella won no wallets? I was thinking there was something with that. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Okay. For 500. Stella. (laughs) This is seven words. Oh my God. Is it a man of planet canal Panama? It's not. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's one of my favorites. Another way to say this might be, while I urinate, my Lord, I'm looking at the leaning tower. If you get it, what is as I pee, God, I see pizza. (laughs) Incorrect. What is as I pee, sir, I see pizza. Oh, well, that was, I was close. You were very close. Um, Lord. You get get a half a point for that one. (laughs) You get 250. Is that a known palindrome? Or did Apparently, you? Oh. I didn't make it up. Oh. I did research palindromes oh, okay. in order to write this because I researched all of these things. Okay, I wasn't I sure. I returned my my library books on time. How dare you judge me?
This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard, and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. To find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. And to get some of our merch, Go to shop.gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the gaze shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. Thank you.